We're not, we're not going to sing the theme song right now. We're going to do that after and splice it in. Uh, so we're starting with episode one, season one, because why not? Um, I didn't actually start watching Xena until I don't, I, I think maybe season two. When did Renee's costume get smaller? Because that's when I probably started watching it. It got smaller every season, but season three. Okay, significantly probably... smaller. She had like that like Renaissance kind of thing going on, like this Renaissance fair thing <laughs> happening. Seamus, please don't. And it, it was like this long skirt and the blouse and everything. And then it got smaller, and I that's probably when I started watching it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually watch this when it was airing. It took it took a bit. Yeah, so, I was only 10 in 1995, so I didn't watch it until... God, about... you're fucking yeah. young. Thank you, uh, local craft cocktail place that puts stuff in cans. I don't want to say who I'm drinking in case they get mad that we're associating them with this buffoonery. Um, but uh, y'all are real good. If you're in Vancouver, you'll know who I'm talking about. So yeah, you you were a fetus when this was airing initially. Mm-hmm. So when did you get into this? Um, probably about five seasons in, and I watched repeats all the time. Did you oh. watch it when? Okay, it was used to be on. For me, it was on Global on Saturdays, and then it was on Global at like midnight on Thursdays. And I would set my VCR to tape the ones on Thursdays because they were old episodes that I hadn't seen. Oh, I can't remember when I watched it, but I definitely, definitely made a point of watching it, and um, I even watched it at my very homophobic grandparents' house. Oh, they're the worst. Um, yeah, they are the worst in the basement. So um, you may as well say in the closet. <laughs> pretty much, yes. Pretty much. And they were just focused on the violence aspect and didn't really get anything else, so that was good. But. Um, I mean, yeah. considering the homophobia they have, they I, I figured they would have had, like, the Christian radar up and, like, just looking for that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I was lucky. I got away <laughs> with it, so... Anyway, so we're going to start with episode one. Um, we're kind of working out the details of how we're going to actually do this to make it entertaining and engaging. So right now, we have the title screen for the DVDs playing in the background. And we're just going to start episode one, season one. And, uh... We're going to talk about it as it's playing, and hopefully we're entertaining, hopefully we're funny, hopefully the cat shuts the fuck up at some point. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, I'm very sorry. He's very loud. And here we go, episode is starting. I love how they start with, like, the dramatic mist. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat, just extra. The bagpipes. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm from Nova Scotia, so I'm, I'm here for the, the extra, and the mist and the bagpipes. It's, it's very Celtic, and I'm very into this. I don't really feel like it's very ancient Greece, but that's okay. No, I'm getting a lot of, like, Enya vibes. Yeah. Like, if a, if a, if a vagina could tell a story, this is the story <laughs> it would tell. This poor horse. How many horses did they go through? Because this horse has definitely seen some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's been abandoned. She's seen fights. She's know. probably seen a lot of scissoring. Yeah, so much. It's all the scissoring. That's got to be... Like, they, they must have had showers at some point, because, you know, even, like, the, the crusty warlords look pretty crusty, and they have, like, fortresses. And these two are just roaming around the countryside. I hope I hope they bathed. Because <laughs> no, no one wants to go down in a musty puss. Oh, we know they bathe. They always bathe together. <laughs> okay, that's a good fucking point. No, they had, like, bubble baths, pretty much. Yes, okay. Yeah, good point. I stand corrected. So we're getting a flashback now of Xena and her... In her evil time. That is a 
quite the set of boobs on her. They got that hoisted oh, yeah. up to her neck. I've never really been able to discern what I feel about this weird braid thing she has over the top of her head in the first few episodes. Oh, the braid crown. Yeah, it's a little... I don't know. Her hair needs to be a bit more wild. I'm not really. I'm not really here for. I mean, you can also you can look at it this way. Like the braid is her attempt at like taming the wildness of her former self. I guess. Well, she's like she's alone and brooding and running around the countryside, like trying to atone for past sins or whatever. And you know, if you want to get like real super into symbolism, that could be a thing. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Why is she always leaving the horse like tied to a stump? Like, wouldn't the horse just be like, yeah, I'm out, see ya? No. Or wouldn't the, someone steal the horse? Uh, no, the horse and Xena have a bond, we know this. Look, she's getting naked, you're into this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, but I mean, the symbolism of her burying the the weaponry and the, the boob armor. I love how short-lived this is. Like, she's just oh, right yeah, away. It's, it's just so dramatic, and then she's just right away again, like, oh yeah, get my armor back. <laughs> Let me dig that up real quick. Yeah. But I mean, like that is it is it is symbolic in the sense that she's you know burying that part of herself and, oh, and trying to yeah for sure to get rid of that bad part of her. See, this is the thing she's wearing like the waistcoat and the Wuthering Heights skirt. This guy looks like a deranged cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's his persona. <laughs> this dude is definitely furry, and this is his persona. Oh, of course, here we go. Martyr. Zena's like, I am concerned, but also aroused. Oh, yeah, she just loves her right away. Like, look at that face. Yeah. She's just... I mean, she tries to push Gabrielle away this whole episode, but it's just oh, so yeah. clear that she adores her right from the start. Yeah, it, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's love at first sight, but it's definitely admiration and respect at first sight. Oh, yeah. Like, who is this tiny little thing who is going to fight this furry? <laughs> the terrible hair. Seriously, is that a hair? Is that his hair, or is it a headpiece, or is it? I'm very confused by what's on his head right now. It looks like a mohawk, but a skullet. I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah, I don't. I love the costumes on the show, though. Like they are just so over the top sometimes. I feel like that's where most of their budget went. Uh, yeah, most of the costumes. Also, in seasons was it three or four with with the hope and the demon and the possession. That was that the entire budget went to the fire with oh, Gabrielle yeah. being possessed. Spoiler alert! Oh in yeah, case for sure. The show. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm gonna do spoilers because all the time because I just I'm gonna forget. I assume if you're listening to this, you're probably either our friends or you've watched a lot of Xena. So, or my mother who is just gonna support me regardless of what yeah. I do. Hi Mona, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean. If you don't want spoilers, don't listen to this. Or watch the episode first. Yeah. I would support that because I do want people to listen to this. So. <laughs> I mean, what, what, why else are we doing this? Yeah. I mean, I'm a narcissist, so I want to hear myself talk. <laughs> but otherwise, I also want people to listen to our nonsense because I think we're hilarious. I mean, you're funnier than I am, but that's okay. <laughs> is, he, is she conveniently... Oh, conveniently, she is landed oh, yeah. near all of her weapons. There's Look her stuff. It, was, it took yeah, all she of, had to like, fight, a minute fight and fight and all half. of the dudes. And oh my god, coincidentally, she has landed directly on top of the weapons. Look how happy she and is about it. now she's going to fight them in her underwear. She's just so thrilled. She's like, fine, fuck, I get my weapons back. This is great. <laughs> But I mean, if she's if she is known as as the warrior princess, I'm sure yeah. this, this villager these villagers aren't like super happy to see this terrible person coming to save them because she's probably in their minds no better than the dude she's fighting. Oh, that's you can't do that with physics. You can't fling a sword like that, Xena. Xena never obeys physics. Xena invented physics. 
Much like she invented uh, the tracheotomy. Uh-huh. Um, and she also met Jesus and Moses. And Sappho. And Sappho. Zena probably dated Sappho. I mean... Oh, here we go. This is, here's a theme song. Mimi! It sounds like a Kate Bush song. It really does. It really sounds like a Kate Bush song. Like, this is the kind of thing I'd expect on, like, a B-side of, like, the dreaming or something. But they had a hero. It was Hercules, so clearly he wasn't doing it for them. Well, Don't send a dude to do the job of a woman. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I distinctly remember Xena and Hercules being on at the, around the same time, and I was always enthralled by Xena, but I cared nothing about Hercules. It was literally the same day. It was Saturday. Hercules was 3 o'clock. Yeah. Xena was 4. I mean, they're very similar shows, and I just did not give a shit about Hercules, and I wondered why, and it's like, well... Because you you're know. a giant homosexual. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> And then, you know, I went on to have dreams about um, venturing with Xena and Gabrielle through oh bushes. Oh my god. Which... Oh my god, what? Through, bu- like, through actual bushes? Yeah. Through, that is the through... gayest shit I've yeah, ever heard about. You literally went on an adventure through a shrub. Yeah. Through a that's, bush. That's some... That is the most that's obvious... M- shit. That is the most obvious metaphor yeah. for going down on a woman. I know. <laughs> Gabrielle's like, I'm going to take care of this one. I'm going to help out. <laughs> Seen this like almost it's merely a flesh wound. She's trying to be cool, but she's already enthralled with this woman. She's also just, you know, shouldn't she be in therapy at this point? Like, she's gone through some shit. I mean, probably, but did they have therapy then? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really Zena think also so. probably went to therapy. <laughs> yeah, she probably did. <laughs> she probably was a therapist in one of her <laughs> incarnations. <laughs> yeah, in one of the in one of the seasons that we didn't see her in hibernation, she was a therapist. <laughs> it's not the gentle part I have a problem with. It's the dull, stupid part. And see, uh, she's, already, she's like men suck. I know, and she's talking about how much Predicus sucks, <clears throat> and then she decides, you know, very shortly later that she's completely in love with him, and I've never really understood why but you know whatever uh, do you know how yeah do you know how old she was when she when they started this she was 20 fucking four yeah little baby i mean we have friends that age and yeah. i feel like a like an ancient one watching this sometimes mother yeah grandparents you don't well, make me mad that seems like a challenge we're honestly also, we're also older than you know lucy was when she first started the show by several years i also just said renee was 24 and i am 34 right now yeah I, I shouldn't say how old I am. That's terrifying. I don't want to admit how old I am. It's fine. I mean, if we... We couldn't have watched this show for so long without being kind of old, so... No, it's true. This gives us some sort of Xena wisdom, maybe. I don't know. I feel bad for my parents with the like the, just the constant pride parade that I put them through when I was in the closet. <laughs> and out of the closet, let's be real. With the Xena and the Buffy and the L Word and the constant Toriyama soundtrack. Like, I just, they were very patient with me. Oh, God, me too. I mean, <laughs> it's probably a good thing I came out pretty early, or else they would be doing a lot of wondering for a long time. Yeah. Well, there's the cat. Hi, Seamus. <laughs> yeah, I told my mother I was doing a podcast, and she said, oh, yes, you mentioned that. What, what's what's the topic? Xena. Well, that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very vivid memory of her folding laundry while I watched this on a Saturday. And I think it may have been one of the ones where um, Gabrielle had to feed Xena something. But of course, she had to be extra about it and use her mouth to feed Xena. Mm-hmm. And Mona just asking me, are they lesbians? No, no, no. 
they're nope, they're just friends. Oh yeah, my mom asked the same thing, and I mean, maybe they weren't lesbians, but they were definitely in a relationship. Oh yeah, and that's what mom was getting at. Yeah, mom was just like, are they yeah. together? No. Yeah, and I denied it too, but of course, you know, then I had that internalized homophobia thing going on. I, I mean, was most, like most of us did. Fifteen, so yeah. I mean, I think a lot of us had internalized homophobia, and I watched this as a way to like pretend it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can watch this and just like it for. You know, I think I justified it with like I like the mythology. <laughs> I like the cheesy action scenes. Yeah. Seamus, get away from the microphone. I think perhaps he picked the right woman to get rough with. <clears throat> yeah, I think she's gonna the wrong woman. beat the shit out of you, dude. So here's I have a question about his, his little headpiece thing. Is this is this his hair or is this a little rock shell kind of thing? Because it looks like it's been shellacked to his head. I've always been kind of mystified by it. I have no idea because it's really shiny. It looks like it's been spray painted on or something. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what do I want? I want to smack you around the room right now is what I want to do. <laughs> a large dose of the warrior princess. <laughs> Not suggestive at all. No. I like how she walks boobs first. Uh-huh. She, she doesn't walk the legs, it's just boobs out. She walks like a very confident bush lady, which I appreciate. <laughs> of course you fucking do. Of course I do. <laughs> It's not hair. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just transfixed no. by this thing. It's not hair. It's not a helmet. It looks like, like a carving, like a plastic thing. What does that mean? They, I guess it's, it doesn't seem like a suitable like safety feature on a helmet. You're only covering the top of your head. Well, he's also got his whole chest bared, so I mean, anybody could kind of yeah. just stab, stab him. him right in the heart. That's a weird dichotomy of dreams. In love or in battle. <clears throat> I mean, it's like, you know, flight or fight, I guess, fuck or fight is the same. (laughs) Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. He's got a really, like, well-maintained beard for being a warlord on the run. I know, I'm I'm really impressed by how many dudes on the show are just, you know, traipsing about the countryside, but still find time to do personal grooming. Oh, yeah, and I mean, well, Zena's makeup and her, like, lovely 90s brown lipstick are always oh, why completely... Was that th- why was that a thing? Julian Anderson wore so much of that in the X-Files. I still find her very attractive with the brown lipstick, but she wore so much of it. I mean, you know, they can pull it off. Did Sarah Michelle Gellar do that in Buffy? I, this is all the same probably, kind of time frame. Probably. It's just... <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. It was just definitely a thing, and I I guess it's kind of a thing again because the 90s are coming back that I don't really understand. So this is how my parents must have felt when I was wearing bell bottoms in the 90s. Yeah. But I mean, I I just, I feel really old and I, I, you know, I lived through all this, but I see it coming back and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not sure about that (laughs) at all. We made some questionable choice. At least neon's not coming back or is it? I haven't really seen. No, neon's totally coming back. Oh God. I have which I need again. This, the the right person can pull off. <laughs> Clearly, neon wasn't a thing in ancient Greece because everything is here is very muted and very earth tone. Do you ever see the sister again? Uh, maybe. What's the sister? Lilla or something? I, I forget. Yeah. Absolutely. Going to be a warrior. No, you're fucking not. You're not going to be a warrior like Zena. <laughs> Well, I mean, she kind of does get there. Like, she murders, like, six, seven dudes when they try to kill Xena. Yeah, but she's so she's such a pacifist, though. Like, she's so she's so not into the fighting. And, like, well, when she when she did kill that guy first, it was, like, five episodes of Kevriel going through, like, intense PTSD over it. Sure, but she definitely loses some of that as the seasons go on. I know. I'm gonna say, but like the pacifist nature of her still stays. 
I mean, yes. she she's going on the the path of light and Eli and all that kind of yeah. But she stuff. definitely also really gets over that, and I mean, she she grows a lot as a character, and part of that is her losing her naivete and getting a lot more realistic and the realistic aspect of her life is that she's with Xena and she has to fight so yeah no I do I do love the development of the characters because we meet Xena now and she's you know alone and brooding and mourning and you know really trying to over like not even overcome but just like get past her past like become a better person and we see Gabrielle wanting to you know break free of her small town it's very much like Beauty and Beast I want much more than this provincial life like <laughs> let me go be free and do my thing except way less problematic way less problematic until they get to the season in India and that's a whole thing okay, anyway well yes it can be problematic but not not really so much in the relationship wait sense. I thought Argo was a girl but she said come on boy I thought Ogre was a girl, too. I have no idea. Okay. Maybe they changed their minds later Probably. On. I mean, that's fine. It's Xena, whatever. It's a horse. Like, if you're going to go full Xena. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, we, see, we see Gabrielle from this to what she is in the end. You know, going out on her own and doing her own thing. And the, the growth of both of them is, is pretty well done. And I mean, watching season one is always weird for me because... Xena in season one is very guarded and very serious and very stoic. And Xena of later seasons is can be quite silly with Gabrielle and quite warm. So that growth comes quite quickly and it's really lovely to see. And it's part of why I love the show. Can, so I, can I say something really, really sappy and gay? They make each other become a better person. Absolutely, and that's, I mean, that's why I love this show so much. One of the many, many reasons. Even though it's a very silly show at many times. Like, this giant has literally lost his pants. Yeah. She's fighting a giant, and his pants has literally fell down, and he tripped over them. And this is, this is a scene that someone had to write. So. <laughs> <coughs> yes, but in between all this really ridiculous shit, there's some real loveliness, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, this is... You know, I'm, you know, I'm so weak for a blonde brunette. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, give me all of my ships. I mean, Haruka and Mishru. Mind you, Mishru's got aquamarine hair. Still. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carmela and Laura. P-Bubs and Marceline. Mm-hmm. Carol and Therese. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't even get me started on Carol. That's a whole podcast on itself. I, I will go on about Carol. How many times have we watched that? It's kind of ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. Um, it's too many. Someone asked me how many times we saw it in theaters, and I said, I don't want to answer that question, because it's definitely more than three. We were just pulling receipts from the movies out of our pockets for months. Yeah, just... it was just embarrassing. Uh, I mean, Sanver is not really blonde brunette, but I know Alex's yeah. hair is kind of red. Also, Kyler Lee is a babe. Let's be real. So, oh, absolutely. I am just a thirsty, weak gay. That's that's all I'm getting at right now. Well, you know, we started watching Grey's Anatomy mostly because of Kyler, but then we got into it just because it's you trash. know it's trash and it's fun and yeah. it's emotionally manipulative and that works for me. So, <laughs> I totally forgot this wonderful CGI and camera work where they put her in the cage with the giant. You know, considering the show had, like, no budget and it was in 1995, it's not too bad. <clears throat> Didn't someone tell us that uh, a certain bar in Vancouver used to do Xena Nights? Or was it Ellen Nights? I think it was Ellen Nights. 
I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of places had Xena Knights. I know, because the Xena magazines I used to buy um, said that the lesbian bars of L.A. used to host Xena Knights. Makes sense. Makes sense. I would not be... <laughs> She'd never let a man get close enough to do her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she I has, mean, though. She, 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 she has, has a kid. She, Maybe not... She, she, she has. Consistently. No. Maybe not consistently. Uh... <laughs> Not consistently, but I mean, she has. She's she she's gone there. Even That's even cool. before it got real homosexual, there's the subtext. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I kind of missed out on. I wish I was a bit older when this was airing because I would have loved to have you know left home and moved to I don't know Toronto or Halifax and then gone to see. Zena Knight in a lesbian bar. That would have been amazing. Oh my god, absolutely. But then I'd have to watch it again because I would have to, you know, really seriously watch it and not have all these lesbians yelling about it over the, over the dialogue. But, um... Oh, that's true. Yeah, you Watching are. it multiple times is not a problem for me, so... Well, considering you literally went on Amazon one night and bought every available season and had them express shipped to the house... Yes, and then they all arrived and I was so excited. I thought you were going to cry. I literally thought you were going to... The look on your face, it was like you had won the lottery. You had five seasons of Xena show up at once, and you just kind of like laid on the floor with them for a little while. No, I just clutched them to my chest. It was so exciting. And you you remember when I first saw the first season in the store? You I screamed. literally screamed and ran towards it. No, oh, here, the furry's back. They all have fucking... Look at the horns and ears. This is a furry gang. Yeah. Like, I'm very perplexed by the look. What is with this, the headpieces? I don't know, and they all have kind of... Extreme ponytails. I mean, I have a, a rainbow mohawk, so I shouldn't really discuss, you know, or judge <laughs> hair right now. <laughs> I like how you're just, like, inching closer to the edge of the couch and getting more into the show as it's going. Well, I'm also trying to lean into the microphone because everybody knows I'm quieter than you. Which is hilarious because everybody thinks I'm quiet. I'm the quiet one. I'm like, no. Give me, give me a couple of cans of this lovely, uh... Kentucky sweet bourbon thing that I'm drinking. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'm going to say it. Hey, y'all. If you're in Vancouver, I highly recommend the Hey, Y'all Sippin' Series Kentucky Sweet Bourbon. This is the unofficial sponsor of episode one, and it is delightful. They do not endorse us, though, I have to say that. Oh, dear God, no. 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 I don't think anybody wants to endorse this. No. Oh, did you use the pinch? I just walked off the flow of blood to your brain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be dead in 20, 20 seconds, seconds unless I release you. I think later it became 30 seconds. She just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think they had to give them more time to answer yeah. their questions. <laughs> they were like, we need more dialogue. We need, we need to just flesh out the episodes a bit. <laughs> Is she not wearing the boob armor? Is she just wearing like the, uh... oh no. I thought she wasn't wearing the boob armor. That looked like. Just the, just the leather? Yeah. Hand me my leather? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of Tori references in this. I'm very sorry. And probably some Melissa Etheridge because we just got really in her back catalog lately. You didn't answer my question. Is, uh, come to my window, the lesbian version of Every Breath You Take? I think it is. No, it's not, come to, not come to my window. Oh, I want to come over. I, I want to come, come over. That's I mean, creepy. Yeah. Yes, probably. Now that you reminded me of some choice lines. Yeah. Kind of stalkery. Which, I mean, you could actually apply this to Gabrielle, who pretty much just stalked her way into Xena's life. I was like, I'm going to follow this very statuesque Amazon gorgeous lady and become her sidekick. Nah, she just knows what she wants. It's fine. But it's, it's the same fucking thing! Nah. <laughs> it's the same fucking shit! <laughs> She's not literally lurking outside of her house, you know. Well, she doesn't fucking 
even have a house. She has a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I guess the... <laughs> I know you're home. You've left the light on. The line doesn't really apply here. Because no. they don't have electricity. But, you know. <laughs> no, but, like, she's still going to, like, stalk her around whatever yeah. countryside they're on right now. Okay, they're going to Amphipolis, and they're going to Thrace. There we yeah. go. So... I don't know, but she's she's cute. She can get away with it. Well, thank you for finally agreeing that Renee is cute. You've never been a, like, a, as much of a fan of her as I am. I'm way less thirsty about Renee, but I can acknowledge I hope that they she's right. No one from the show over here. I mean, it might happen. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, like, I did, I did, I did definitely have um, a poster of Renee O'Connor above my bed as a kid. My poor parents. <laughs> also had a poster of Zena above my bed, right beside the poster of Gabrielle. So, yeah. I had no Zena poster, but I was. Yeah, I had a lot. Supposed to be straight then, so <laughs> yeah, so was I. I'm trying to remember how I got into this. Someone told me about this. I think it was like grade seven or eight, and I can't. I just I really can't remember. But someone was like, "You should watch this show. You might like it." It may have been like you're pro- you're probably a queer. Like you should probably watch this show. This show is probably gonna be queer too. <laughs> oh, I love the fucking fake bagpipes. Seriously, is New Zealand really that green, or they do they just, like, amp up the saturation on this? I don't know, but either way, I want to go to New Zealand. Like, look at this, look at this. I know, it looks beautiful. Who, okay, serious question for the, like, four people who are going to listen to this. Who does the the chanting uh, in the background? Because it sounds like the trio Bulgarka, who did a lot of work for Kate Bush in the 90s. It really does, and it makes me extremely happy, but I, I, I doubt it is them. I don't think it is. I, we, we Googled oh, this, and we couldn't find anything. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. Oh, oh, we've reached the point where you're going to be thirsty over how she looks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just flashed that roguish smile. It's so nice. Didn't we just discuss how cute smiles are with Megan tonight? Yes. And, <laughs> and I, how a certain kind of smile makes you both like lose your shit. Yeah, no, I'm weak. I mean, and then that... She's, that, not, she's not wearing the boob armor. No, she's not. Why? Gotta, gotta protect your titties. Put, <laughs> put the boob armor back on. You might lose a nipple. I mean, if I was prancing around with swords and people wanting to kill me, I would definitely be protecting the goods. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, full-on chainmail. That's kind of kinky, though. I don't know if I wear chainmail. <laughs> also seems like it'd be very hot in Greece to wear full-on chainmail. I think so. But probably. also this leather get-up. Like, that's going to be warm. Those cheekbones, though. I know. Oh, there's... Good one. casting with the mom, though. I know. I have no idea who she is, but she looks exactly like I would imagine her. Yeah, this is this is who I would imagine Zena's mom to be. And yeah, of course, Zena's mom's going to fucking pull the sword on her kid because why not? This is a very intense moment. I do love that. The weapons aren't welcome in my tavern. Like her mom was just like, you have fucked up and get out of my house. Yeah. The fuck out of my house and leave a tip. They have a Thank very, you, Dylan Morn. What? They have a very complicated relationship. I think most queer women and their mothers have a complicated <laughs> relationship. I think, I think that's a thing that a lot of them have. I mean, that's true, but most queer women haven't murdered, like, hundreds and hundreds of people. No. So there's that. That you know of. <laughs> Maybe it's been happening. We don't know. Something tells me that that's not been happening. I don't know. <laughs> How could you resist that face? Because she doesn't want to bang her. It's her mom. 
Well, no, but I mean, like, she just has the You're so <laughs> How could you turn away this? Fa- it's the kid she doesn't like. She doesn't want to have sex with her like you do. <laughs> the fuck? That's not what I meant. <laughs> can I just can I just point out? I'm sitting here wearing my uh, my uh, old navy fucking love wins pride shirt <laughs> as I as I record my Xena podcast with my wife <laughs> while we drink like local craft spirits and beer. Like I think we've reached peak Vancouver gay with yeah. this. While our cat screams in the background, you know he's quiet now. He's just glaring from the corner. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not happy because we're talking, but we're not talking to him, so... No. I mean, we may as well not be talking then. You know what, though? He's kind of used to this, I think. I mean, how many Saturdays do we go do an East Band beer crawl, uh, come home and watch Three Hours Zena, and just do this, but just not record it? It's true. Yeah. So Marco... No, Marco. Draco. Draco. <laughs> I, sh- I saw the Dreadnought shirt tonight, so I was I have Dreadnoughts on the brain, so I thought Marco. Draco. Um, you think I remember the name, though? Like, Draco Malfoy. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I'm a slippery. <laughs> so he's, he's fighting with uh, the dude with the furry mohawk. And he just... <laughs> That's my favorite line this episode. He stabbed a guy from across the room and said, someone clean off my knife. I'm not really sure why they're fighting, even though, because, like, they're two dudes and they're don't really care. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're just how much linen did they use for the costumes on the show? Because every other villager is wearing like a complete, you know, ten yards of linen. <laughs> oh, she's got the boob armor on now. Uh, oh, now so, she means business. Mummy's mad. Mummy's having none of your shit, Zena. I want to know how her. And the same thing with Wonder Woman. How is the little short skirt with the leather, like the leather flappy things, protective? I don't know. Is the boob armor <clears throat> different here? It looks different than it is. Later I'm pretty on. sure. Do you want? I'm sure you can Google the boob armor, and you will get a full synopsis <laughs> because the Xena fandom is intense, and someone's probably written a paper on it. The Xena fandom is also the best fandom, though. Like you so know? sweet. <laughs> Like, the yeah. least problematic fandom that exists. Uh, yeah, and all the ones I've engaged with, I have not gotten death threats from the Xena fandom. So thank you, Xena fandom. No, honestly, for, I love... For being lovely. I love being part of the Xena fandom. The fact that she's so remorseful for, you know, what seems like a very... Okay, how old is she when this starts? The character or the actress? No, no, I don't care how Lucy is in this. The character. How old is Xena when this starts? I have no idea because time means nothing on Xena. They've gone full Xena with the time. Yeah. Um, but it seems like from flashbacks and whatnot, like she she wasn't evil, quote unquote, for that long. She wasn't. She wasn't. You know, like a like a fifteen twenty year evil no, I mean, career. It was several years. Yeah, but for the, the like fact that she yeah, the fact that she only she had a few years of being terrible, and she's this guilty and this remorseful, and is going to spend literally the rest of her life making amends mm-hmm. and trying to to you know help people and make herself better and then make the world a better place. Like that's that says a lot about her character. Is one woman too much for you? Uh, I think in this case for you, yes, one woman is probably too much. You would probably combust if Xena touched you. Just enough. <laughs> I mean, don't throw things at her. That's now, just now they're going to throw rocks at her and Gabrielle breaks in to talk down the mob. But I can assure you, Xena. I can assure you, Xena's a changed woman. You met her two days ago. 
Like this is like this is extreme you hauling. Okay. Like they haven't even had sex yet, and Gabrielle's like, I'm moving in. I know, but they're soulmates though. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna just like she's like ready to like pack up the horse and move. Like they're going for us. OTP of OTPs forever. I mean I have a couple of other ones, but she's Let's say she's even his girlfriend. She says with a hint of jealousy. Yeah. Zena's like, again, I am annoyed and aroused at this tiny blonde <laughs> in this weird Joseph the Technicolor Dreamcoat outfit. Look, I don't think Xena smiles once in this entire episode. No. There's just such a big difference between season one Xena and season two onwards. Yeah. I mean, they also kind of <laughs> they kind of read the room and who the audience was and were like, oh, the lesbians like this? Oh, the lesbians like this. Cool. <laughs> They're dedicated to stuff. Let's make this for the lesbians. I came all this way just to see you. That's gay. That's a lesbian thing. I'm going to fly across the country to see mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did long distance. Yeah. Not for that long. <laughs> she but... just took Gabrielle just went for the ass grab. Look at that. You go, girl. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> Like, seriously, you all going to meet her brother? Yeah, I mean he's dead. But, I mean, you know. yeah, he's dead. <laughs> but that's even, that's even more dramatic. I'm I gonna mean, take you to meet my dead brother. That's a really intimate moment, and Gabrielle's there for it. Yeah, how do they keep these torches burning all the time? Is there some like underground gas thing? I don't know. A lot of fire. A lot of fire. A lot of torches in Xena. Yeah, always did have trouble keeping the face clean. Oh, burn. <laughs> How did he die? I forget how he died. Um, what is the brother's name? I completely... I'm so bad with, like, sibling I, names. I think he I think he died when he was fighting in her army or something, though I could be totally wrong. I forget. I really can't remember. Uh, didn't he, like, go away to fight, and then she was pissed off because her husband died in the war, and then the kid died? I can't remember. No, but, but remember there's that episode where she gives up her warrior ways and goes back to the way things oh, were, and then her right. brother's alive, and... Blah, right, blah. right, 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 yeah. But that doesn't work, because, of course, it doesn't. No. You're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, Jesus. Well, no, because you're stalking behind her. I know, but it's just... Okay, like... Basically, there's. This I like how you're going to defend everything. Yes, because they basically established that their chosen family, like right in the first episode. And how am I supposed to resist this? <laughs> I'm not saying you're supposed to resist this. I can't. I can't. It's too good. It's too good and pure. <laughs> it's too good and pure. And I'm a firm cinnamon believer. roll too good to pure for this world. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer in chosen family. So, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, look who we hang out with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not even really sure why they're raiding this town because this town doesn't have that much to offer. I think it's just to show they can. Just power. But they yeah. didn't, okay, here, they had no TV, they had no internet, they definitely didn't have like Tinder or Grinder or Instagram. <laughs> like they were probably fucking bored. And they were like, you know what, I'm bored. I'm gonna go throw a dart at a map that someone who may or may not have seen this place has drawn. I'm gonna go pillage this place because I have a horse and sword. I mean, I guess they're there because, you know, he knows Xena yeah. is from here. Did her voice, did she make her voice deeper for the first season? That's the thing. I mean, this is part of her whole, like, serious stoic Xena thing. Dark brooding Xena. 
<laughs> We're at the end of the dark Vizina phase right now. Did they throw you a party? Sassy, did they throw you a party? <laughs> I want you. One way or the other. Everybody's obsessed with Xena. Everybody loves Xena. We could be great together. Oh, she can do way better. <laughs> and she does. <laughs> Ride with me. <laughs> Isn't that from the Peaches song? I don't know. Oh, yeah, ri- so- no, Rise for Me. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there so many scenes of dudes looking vaguely rapey over her? Sh- like, Aries does it all the time. Like, I hovering know. over her shoulder, like, being all smarmy and, like, breathing on her. Fuck Aries. Well, I mean, well, I mean, her mom did. So <laughs> that's never entirely established. I kind of think they did. I don't know if well, they, no, they, they totally did. With her spoiler alert, her mom saying oh, your father wasn't here, and then he was, and then you were born, and whatever. And I'm like, that's definitely Aries coming to bang your mom. But they have a weird semi-sexual relationship. Zeus fucked everything that moved, even okay. the things he sired. Like, that don't, don't hold that as, like, a thing. I mean, true. It's just, if that's the case, that's really creepy. Yeah, well, that's, that's the whole ancient Greece thing. Well, I love this whole scaffolding fight so much. Like, again, just extra right off the bat. I mean, okay, let's think of how many times they've fought on things that are falling apart or are ladders. So there's this one, the fight with Callisto, the ladder fight with Najara. Um, the tree fight. The with, tree fight. With Najara. Oh, that's what it was, the tree fight with Najara. Yeah. Um, there's another one with... Oh, it was Alti in the trees and they were flying around. Oh, yeah. That one. I like that one. I love Alti. She's great. Yeah, she's in some terrible episodes. Oh, they're but some of the worst ones, but her like, her voice is what fucking gets me. As a character, she's great. Yeah. And I mean, she's in When Fates Collide, and that's absolute fanfic, oh, and yeah. I love it so much. I just love this fight, too, because this is very much a thing I would have seen in American Gladiators. Yeah. Like, we're going to fight on two little sticks over a pit. Eh. <laughs> Con- conveniently, when her... Uh, when her piece of the sticks fell, her staff caught her on two pillars. <laughs> I like the, sim- the symbolism of her catching his staff with her feet. Oh, yeah. And then flinging it off of him. So that was like, a, that's pretty phallic. She's going to kick you in the balls, dude. <laughs> but no, I'm pretty sure this is like literally a thing I saw on American Life. I love that show so much. Um, yeah, like jumping from thing like pylon or pillar to pillar to pillar while fighting somebody. I'm just like, could they make this more difficult for themselves? I don't think so. Not really. (laughs) Walk on me. (laughs) That one dude speaks for all of the fandom. Zena, come walk on me. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Zena could walk on me and we would thank her for it. (laughs) I mean, for for 1990... What, 5? 94 or 95, yeah. No, I was in grade 7, so 95. I'm so old. Um... The, the, the effects for this kind of stuff was they it wasn't terrible. No, like she's she, they're literally walking on the heads of the villagers while they fight with staffs, and you know you can't really see the wires. So good for them. No, and like they didn't have a green screen, and they definitely didn't have the best computer tech to edit this out. So you know, it's not believable because this is Xena. <laughs> I like how Gabrielle trips that dude going to help him. Oh, look how proud Gabrielle is of Xena. Gabrielle, no, she, no, she's proud of herself because she tripped that guy oh, who was okay. going to go fight Xena. And she's like, no, dude, don't, don't hurt my lady. I got you. Okay. 
that's what that's what the face was. She was very smug that she was like, I saved my lady from uh, from certain destruction. <laughs> I'm just gonna literally stand on you. Well, that's that, that's how she wins because yes, she's standing I, on him and hasn't touched the ground yet. Yes, I get that. Yeah, I'm yes. saying it for the audience who doesn't actually <laughs> see what we're seeing. I'm hoping people are gonna watch along with us so they can yeah. at least have an idea of what we're talking about. I do enjoy how she rarely loses a fight, and it's always against dudes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the ones, the one fight she did lose with was was uh, with Lao Ma, and uh, there was some subtext. Well, she didn't fight Lao Ma. Well, she well the um, Lao Ma like taught her how to do stuff, and she always was bested by Lao Ma until she was able to hold her own. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, those puppy dog eyes. Puppy dog eyes. Puppy dog eyes. Really? You're going to go puppy dog eyes? I don't want anything as she looks at Gabrielle. <laughs> you can take all of our money. I don't want anything except the tiny redhead. I like how her little arm thingies look very much like Wonder Woman's. Mm-hmm. Man, her costume must have been so fucking warm. I'm still excited that we saw the costume in person. You're, uh, yeah, we went to um, the EMP Museum in Seattle. I guess it's like the uh, pop museum now. But they had uh, a sci-fi fantasy horror section. So all kinds of Game of Thrones stuff. You know, we saw the shirt and the cricket bat from Shaun of the Dead. And then the Xena outfit. And I had to get at least 15 photos of Chloe um, in various poses in front of it. All the photos are terrible, and I tried to take pictures of just the outfit as well, but the glare from the case was horrible. But I saw it in person, and it was the highlight of the entire museum trip, and the museum was pretty awesome, so... I know, I kind of feel like the, uh, all the clothes from, I don't know, Susie Sue and Pat Benatar mm. and Hart. I don't know, Blondie, I think that was pretty cool. That was cool, too, but that's what I'm saying. That was great, but not as great as... We spent three outfit. hours in this fucking museum, and the best thing was Xena's boob armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just the boob armor, it was the whole thing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> look at that look. Oh, so Zena Zena is, you know, setting up camp for the night and Gabrielle is like leapt out of the bushes. <laughs> and Zena's just sitting legs splayed like the good but she is. Yeah, and Gabrielle's <laughs> like, I'm gonna come with you because I don't belong I don't fit in with my town. I don't belong in my house. I mean that sounds familiar. I mean I yeah, if there's ever like a queer narrative. I don't fit in where I grew up, I don't yeah. fit in my small town. And again with the chosen family, which yeah. is you know, a big thing in queer communities. Yeah. So we really just we actually just fucking watched the whole thing and talk about it. Yep, the entire That's thing. hilarious, holy shit. So that was episode one of season one. Um, as far as first episodes go for a show, I think it's it sets up pretty well. Um, it's clearly very campy, and they're trying to find their footing, but no no show was perfect from the first episode outwards. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you again to Grace, Big Mama Llama 5, on Twitter and Tumblr for doing our logo. Uh, you can find our Tumblr at... Uh, I forget what it is, but I'll figure it out. Warriors, Bards, and Brews. And as in the letter, uh, Twitter, WBB underscore podcast. And yeah, thank you for listening. Let us know what you think. It'll be on iTunes eventually. And hopefully you will like us and give us a good rating. I give this episode one of season one, four and a half out of five chakrams. Thanks for listening.